Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All future anecdotes featured on the Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal Podcast are alleged. I say they're true. God damn it. (laughs) You could say they're alleged. I swear by them. Here and this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre. And before we get to the letters, yes, you know, every now and then I'll tell one of my stories on this show, and someone will correct me, like with, well, like with the, uh, I, I think I've told the Caesar Romero story, <laughs> maybe I? once or twice, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, and I would always tell it that Cesar Romero liked to have orange wedges Uh-oh. thrown at his naked ass. Do you have a scoop? Some uh, would say, no, no, that's not true. It was tangerine wedges. But now I've heard something that, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, makes the story even worse. Okay. According to someone else, they said... Yes, it was orange wedges, and he would have boys throw it at his naked ass, but he would stand ankle deep in warm water. Oh, you saw that? Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. While while this was while this was happening, I was I meant to send that to you, and I was yes. hoping you saw it. So yeah. I guess the same so, person tweeted you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that he'd stand ankle deep. In warm water. So I would imagine, would that make him pee if he was standing? No, my, my question to you is, what is the what is the extra turn on from standing ankle deep in warm water? Oh, well, if you got to ask. <laughs> I mean, you just, gee, I, you're a, just a piker. I'm such a novice. I'm such a neophyte. Well, it's just like I heard with, with the uh, Danny Thomas when he'd lie under the glass coffee table and get shit on. He, uh, some people say he dressed up as a priest. (laughs) Who's saying this? I don't know. I say he dressed up as a priest and stood ankle deep in warm water. That's nice. You did, you did there what we call a mashup. Yeah. What the kids like to call a mashup. Okay. So what we decided to do this week, last week we read Facebook posts and, uh, there was a positive response. 
And this week, I thought we would read some tweets. Yeah, okay. So I put out to our fans. I'm sure there's a Cesar Romero one tucked in here somewhere. <laughs> I put out to our fans to ask some questions of us. And I'm just going to scroll through these real quickly, and we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, here we go. And we'll do we'll do Facebook on another day. But for now, tweets. Um, Bill Schaefer, a fan who writes to us uh, very much, uh, very often, uh, my question, is the movie 1941 looked upon uh, any more favorably today than when it was released? It really is a great movie. What do you think of that? Well, I, I never actually watched the entire thing. You never got through yeah, 1941. I know you're a fan I am. of 1941. I am. I am. And, I, and we've, we've lamented on this show that Spielberg has never directed another out-and-out comedy, unless you count Catch Me If You Can. And, and But I what I know about that movie is Spielberg, he does – a takeoff on his own movie Jaws. Yeah, there's that. That's the opening. And he uses the girl. Yeah. It's got an all-star cast. We were talking outside the studio about movies, comedies with all-star casts. Yeah. I mean, this is not a quest movie kind oh, of like yeah. it's a mad, mad world, but it, to Shira Mifuni and Slim Pickens and and Robert Stack. And it's just, uh, you know, it, it's got great moments. It's one yeah. of those movies that doesn't add up yeah. as nicely as you would like it to, but it's got a great John Williams score. It's got terrific funny performances i mean i i i think it's an underrated comedy and uh i was surprised after we mentioned it on this show to find out that it had so many fans oh yeah because it's so maligned um here's some people suggesting guests uh the movie thief says steve albrecht james Kahn movie oh yeah Do you know this picture directed by michael I, mann i remember when it came out I don't know that much about it. I remember people liked it. He also suggests uh, for our uh, comfort movies, Kelly's Heroes with, uh, I believe, Don Rickles. Yeah, it was Clint, and Clint Eastwood. And Clint Eastwood, yeah. Yeah, and Bullet and the Great Escape. That's from Steve Albrecht. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, here's a question. Uh, from Casper Kelly, favorite risque thing or double entendre that snuck past censors in the 50s or 40s? Do we know? Do we have any? You, you, there's, there's the, there's the Carmen Miranda thing that oh. that Mr. Skin <laughs> likes to bring up. Well, that, that, uh, yeah, Carmen Miranda was dancing with the fruit on her head and no underwear on. Right, right. That one you'd have to count as that. Yeah, as so, sneaking so you, past. You saw her uh, peach fuzz. Correct. Nice, <laughs> nice fruit doing con- connection. One her, uh, <laughs> doing one of her spins. <laughs> I hope that answers the question. And she was dancing with Cesar Romero. Romero. Perfect. Yes. Tapped in. Who t- stunk of orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a recurring motif. Tapped in Tommy. I love that Twitter name. And uh, he's another regular tweeter. Does Gilbert stay in touch with third base? He was so good in the gas face video. Oh, my God. You have a response to that? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving right along, John Goodwin says, what is your take on the movie Larceny Incorporated with Edward G. Robinson? Oh, now that's interesting. Yeah. Tell me why. That would be one of the first times they – this has been done and redone. That was a movie Edward G. Robinson uh, has to break into a bank. Yeah. And in doing so, he moves into a store. He buys the store – and he pretends that he's the owner of the store, and he uses the off hours to drill. Oh, it's a little like Big Deal on Madonna Street. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that. 
And then there was uh, uh, an episode of Car 54. <laughs> yes. Where they're like opening a candle store right. in order to break into a bank. And there was a Woody Allen movie, I think, with John Lovett. Yeah, it's called Small Time Crooks. Yeah. And Elaine May. And it was also same setup. Uh, Yeah. I've never seen Larceny Incorporated. I like the title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you've seen every every, uh, Edward G. Robinson movie. Oh, yeah. Roger Raines writes to us to say possible guest Florence Henderson. Yes, we've been working on that one. Or Chuck Barris, which would be very interesting. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I'd love it. That's a dream guest. I mean, that, but I I would hate if we brought, brought Chuck Barris here and the CIA came up and <laughs> shot him. Right. Yeah. Right. See, that's that's what scares I, us. I think well, Chuck Barris is a recluse, but if anybody has any information about Chuck Barris, <laughs> yes, we'd love to have him. Uh, and he also wrote P- uh, Palisades Park for Freddie Boom 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 Cannon. Oh, did you know, wow. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Uh, I, I didn't know that. I didn't that. know that. Roger Raines also adds, and apparently you guys should know there's a story about Charles Lawton and a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like do, it already. Do you know that? No. <laughs> okay. No. I like this already. <laughs> okay. Uh, here, uh, Green Bastard. I love that name, too. He'd like to know Gilbert's thoughts on being uh, at the gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, that was that was a scary event. Um, yeah, it was in the middle of nowhere. I remember they drove me uh, off a of main street into a smaller street and then into the forest where it was just a dirt road. And then there was no road. And it became pitch black, and then it looked like a scene out of Freaks. <laughs> really? It was like a weird... Uh, Johnny you know, Eck showed up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the... Tra- well, Dara has brought us the Charles Lawton sandwich. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> oh, no, God. We'll have gonna... to get back to the Juggalos <laughs> in just a moment. This just in. We This, this just in a major news story. Actor Charles Lawton's feces fetish. In his memoir, Full Service, My Adventures in Hollywood and Sex Lives of the Stars, Scotty Bowers claims to have slept with or arranged liaisons for blah, 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 blah. According to Bauer, uh, the actor, British actor Charles Lawton, Asked him to come over to his house with a hot young male guest for him to spend time with while his wife was out. While Bowers and the young man arrived, Lawton started making a sandwich, slicing up lettuce and tomatoes, oh, come on. arranging them on sourdough bread with a bit of lemon juice. Probably left over from from Caesar's visit and some salt and pepper. Finally, after a few minutes of prep work, the actor took the slices of bread in one hand, picked up a pot with another, and asked the young man to follow him into the bathroom. 
This is what happened next. According- <laughs> it's going to take up the whole episode. <laughs> Wait, Go ahead. I, I, I think, I think it's, I think this is worth the entire series. Uh, Charles and I, Charles was the first to return. He put the plate with the bread slices on the kitchen table. I could see lettuce and tomatoes had. Had been lightly smeared with a light brown substance. Seconds later, Ted appeared in the kitchen. His erection was gone. And he was looking decidedly sheepish. Perhaps even a trifle embarrassed. I dare say. I stared at him curiously, and he pulled a a face, hoping that Charles wouldn't notice. He pointed at the bread slices on the plate and then lightly patted his backside. And then he ate the sandwich. (laughs) Wow. Well. Wow. <laughs> That's what we call a showstopper <laughs> in more ways than see, one. <laughs> see, see, and now there'll be someone to argue <laughs> saying, <laughs> well, real. I heard <laughs> it, it wasn't mayonnaise. It was they, a baguette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a multi-grain bread. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast on Twitter at RealGilbertACP and on Instagram, GilbertPodFried. You see, it's kind of a pun on the last name. Yeah, skip it. Also, visit our terrific new website, GilbertPodcast.com. For the latest news episodes, synopsis, behind-the-scenes photos, and videos, and other cool stuff. And if you like the show, and you know you do, please rate and review us on iTunes. Can't you see we're starved for affection? For the love of God! Daniel Gerard, hi Frank and Gilbert, love your podcast. David Lynch would be an awesome interview. Can you entice him? What do we think? I of David- can entice him with a Charles <laughs> Lawton sandwich. Because <laughs> David Lynch said, "Well, if- well, who's serving lunch?" By the way, if you go into the stage deli, do not order the Charles Lawtons. <laughs> <laughs> what is your and Gilbert's holy grail movie? A film you would like to own, well, do not if, own, but if- would like to. Well, right now, it's between <laughs> Mutiny on the Bounty <laughs> and the Hunchback Lost. of Notre Dame. <laughs> Island of Lost Rolls. <laughs> John Goodwin writes, Forgotten TV suggestion, Don Adams Screen Test. Do you remember that oh show? Oh, my God, yes. That was a horrible show where uh, they'd have, like, guests act out yes, scenes. very strange. Where, oh, it was a terrible idea for a TV show. Okay, Honey Do Wilkins. <laughs> That's a name. That sounds like a good sandwich. <laughs> yeah. 
I would like to request a future mini episode or a whole episode, if possible. Very ambitious. Uh, a show dedicated entirely to the Paul Lind Halloween special. Oh my God! We've looked at that. Yes, online. It's that the, the one was, with Billy Hayes. It I was, think Florence Henderson. Yeah, it was scary for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll devote a mini that episode. That was Margaret. Uh, Hamilton, Margaret yeah, Hamilton Margaret Hamilton turns in up in that. The bad witch. We'll uh, we'll talk about that when we get closer to Halloween. Uh, Jeff Siegel says, "I don't know if she was still uh, still alive. Didn't know if she's still alive. Possible future guest, Rona Barrett." Oh wow! How about that? Yeah, we look into that. And that was back in the time when there was like it was considered there was one gossip person, right? And that was Rona Barrett. Just like there was one talking psychologist or psychiatrist, and that would be uh, Joyce Brothers. Dr. Joyce Brothers. Yeah. Right. Who won money uh, on the $64,000 yes. question. Yes. And do you remember what her subject was? Oh, oh, oh wow. Like, no. Something really incongruous. It was yeah. boxing. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting suggestion, Rona Barrett. We should look into that. Liz Smith is somebody who's still around, too, and must have wonderful stories. Uh, Jeffrey Cohen would like to ask, who are the youngest or newer stars who have told you they are fans of your work? Well, I I still say, even if it's just for two minutes, we have to have uh, Channing Tatum on. Oh, right. Because <laughs> Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum said in an interview that he, named, he calls his dick Gilbert. <laughs> That's yes. right. And you reached out to him. Yes. Yeah, and he yes. responded. Yeah. yeah. I... I I reached my dick out to him. <laughs> Didn't go that far. Well, course, Andy Samberg yeah. is a fan. You've, oh, got, a, you've yeah, got a lot yes. of fans. Patton Oswalt is a fan. You've got a lot of fans in uh, in high places, young fans. Uh, Logan Sands, who's the one living guest? Oh, I, I, uh, fans of mine, I think they're fans. Well, they invited me on the cruise. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, um. Who's that? Uh, oh, the oh the practical jokers. Practical yeah, jokers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. We're trying yeah. to get them on a future show. Logan Sands asks, "Who is the one living guest you'd love to get the most, uh, and who are you most disappointed turned down an appearance?" Oh, well, we shouldn't mention anybody yeah. who's turned the yeah. show down. Yeah, that's it, that's too big a list. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here. Charles all Lawton's year. Uh, Charles Lawton's <laughs> grandchildren. Um, who is the one living guest we'd like to get the most? Who's a dream guest? Ooh, who do we talk about? God, we want no. Bird Gordon. Oh, yes. Bird Eye Gordon. Yeah, Bird Eye Gordon would be great because the show, Amazing Colossal Podcast, is uh, uh, named, right, named after, after. And he is around. The Amazing Colossal We have Man. to make a more concerted effort or to track him Or the Amazing Colossal Beast. Correct. Was the sequel. Correct. Two for me, and they and I they seldom give interviews. I mean, and the, and that is, and I've mentioned them before on the show, Alan Arkin oh, and, yeah. and Gene Wilder. Oh, they, they'd both be great. Hard yeah. to get unless anybody else can help us. Uh, and they're, they're, we're going to wrap with this one from Casper Kelly again. Guys, any day the clown cried stories. Oh, no, that's one of those that everybody knows about. But only Harry Shearer claims to have seen. Yeah, I I haven't seen. Uh, yeah. But we talked to Marvin Kaplan, and he knew the writer. Oh, yeah. And he told us that – listen, we'll have Marvin on a future episode. But Marvin told us that the writer of that movie was a friend of his and that Jerry Lewis fucked it up. Oh, jeez. And I was thinking as if there was a way to do it well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's all we have for now. What? Wait, one last what? one. Yeah. Uh, this is from Shane Simon, and we'll go out on this one. I lied. 
Does Hervé Villachez, Hervé Villachez, have any <laughs> thoughts on Gilbert's comedy? I'm very upset by Gilbert's comedy. <laughs> he makes fun of those little folk. <laughs> and, and I am so angry <laughs> that I wrote this song. Let be friends together <laughs> in all kind of weather. <laughs> what was that song, Irving? He had some song he would sing. There's on those... one on the uh, on, that he sang on the yeah. Dinah Shore show, which you can find yes. online. Yes. It wasn't that one. No, but... <laughs> that one I made up. But I guarantee I it was this the is one all... that I just made up is ten times better right. than the one he sang. And anyway, we have to wrap up this show because I am hungry. Yes, keep the tw- ever since hearing about that <laughs> Charles. Who wouldn't Lawton, be now? The Charles Lawton shit sandwich. <laughs> Oh, we'll do more tweets next week, guys. Keep them coming. So this has been Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. Oh, Hey, when's that boy coming with my sandwich? Cut that out! <laughs> Here we go, boys. One, two, three, two, three.